On today's episode, hear us draft the perfect technology field lesson plan, get a summary of the ISTE student standards with highlights of season two, and play a game of poetry for Neanderthals. Welcome in everybody to season two finale of EdTech Bites. Mike Cecier, Kelly Prideri, and Kim Lantrup back with you and ready to dive into everything related to the world of education and educational technology. Follow us on Twitter at DCPS EdTechBytes to join the conversation. Kelly and Kim, it's the end of another season, season two of our podcast. How are you guys feeling? Really good. I feel great about the season. Yeah. And I'm really excited for the new things we've kind of discussed, possible ideas for next season. Yeah, I'm very excited. It was a really fun season. Lots of laughter, lots of fun guests, some really good highlights that stuck out to me as I was thinking about what we were going to share today. So yeah, we're going to go over a couple of our favorite things. Um, We were talking about having a meeting almost like right after, not right after today, because it's almost the end of the day, but (laughs) maybe next week and just kind of diving into what next season will look like. Mm -hmm. Thinking about some new segment ideas, maybe restructure a little bit, but really just keeping it fresh for everybody that listens, um, that really uses this as a way to re-engage their professional learning and teaching. I'm sure. Well, we have a fun show planned for you all today, starting with our appetizer, where we're going to be drafting our perfect technology-filled lesson plan. So more about that in a little bit. We're going to then jump into the main course, where we're going to highlight some of our favorite moments from the season, and we'll recap the ISTE student standards for you all. And then we're going to wrap it up with our dessert, where we're going to play a fun game of poetry for Neanderthals with some special guests that you have heard from before. So first up, let's jump into the appetizer. For today's appetizer, we're going to be doing another draft, but this time we're going to have a slight twist on the draft. So if you've listened before, you know that when we draft, we have a topic or question And then we go around the table in order selecting answers. But just like the real draft, you can't take an answer that has already been used. And at the end, we'll list our full team. But the twist for today's draft is that you need to fill parts of that team to make a complete list. So to explain this a little further, we're going to do a fun round so that you get the sense of what we're talking about here and you can get the gist of it. So the fun topic that we're going to do is we're going to fill our perfect summer barbecue. Okay, so you need to draft four things. You need to draft a meat, two sides, and a beverage. You have to leave this draft with those things. Okay. By the way, quick shout out. I stole this idea from the Spitballers podcast, which is a comedy podcast. Go check them out. They're hilarious. Three dads, clean humor. It's great. <laughs> and they do this sort of thing too. So they, this was their one of their topics that was really funny. So perfect summer barbecue cookout. Doesn't necessarily need to be barbecue. I think that's a common confusion uh, for some people. Like barbecue doesn't need to be barbecue sauced, right? But just like a like cookout, cookout on summer. the grill, gotcha. summer yeah. meal We're coming up okay. to summer. You know, obviously we all have our our preferred things. So we got to figure out who goes first, second, and third. Okay. Okay. So Mike will go first. Okay. So we're gonna go this way. So Kelly's going last, and she'll go twice, and then it'll come back to me. Okay. Noted. Okay. So for my first pick, I can either go. I feel like I have to go with the meat or beverage because there's only one of those. And I want to take the one that I want. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think the best thing in a cookout is a burger. So I'm going to go with a burger, hamburgers. Hamburgers is my number one pick. Fair choice. I don't think you can go wrong. Nope. There are so many types of burgers. 
and, and they're I think, all delicious. And they're all delicious. <laughs> and if I went to a, a barbecue and there wasn't burgers, I'd be like, what are we doing here? Right. This is amateur This is hour. not a bar- barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my first one. I'm going burger. All right. So it is my turn. I think I'm also going to go with my meat. Um, I think no barbecue or cookout is complete without some really delicious wings. And that's mm. a big staple at the Troop House when we have cookouts because they're easy to grab. You can eat a bunch. We have all different rubs and spices. It's one of our favorite things to cook out. So that's going to be my meat. Nice. That's a really good one. That yeah. was on my list. It is. So now Kelly, because we've both picked our meat, that could be your last pick. It could be. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to go with my side. Okay. One of my sides. Maybe both my sides. Oh, you can go both. Yeah. I can go both. Um, potato salad. Ooh, okay. Because I don't think of a cookout or a barbecue without thinking of potato salad. Right. And like chips. Chips oh, and dip. Oh, good one. Yep. Oh, that, the combo. Always have That's to like have a, the a combo. Always have to have chips the munchies while you're dips. waiting for the exactly. main food to cook. That's you need smart. Snacks. Smart. Chips and dip was good. Not on my list, but I, I just forgot about that. Yeah. I always have good it. Call. Anytime yeah. I do a grilling a good thing. Call. What's your preference on chips for the summer barbecue? I like to make my own ranch dip. And have just fancy. regular ruffle potato chips. Okay. My wife's a big fan of the ruffles potato chips. I think it's super boring, but with the right dip. Right. The dip makes a difference. Turns yeah. the whole thing around. Yeah. I would never just snack on plain, <laughs> plain ruffles. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So it's back to Kim. Okay. So I'm going to do my sides. Um, mm. I'm going to do mac and cheese because I always oh, love a good homemade mac and cheese. Um. Okay, so you guys both picked your sides, so I'm definitely going to go beverage and side here and then wait for my side to come back to me because I can pick whatever I want then. So I'll go, I'll take the first beverage and, oh man, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go soda. I'm going to go soda. Can you claim nope. every, every soda, soda though? Every soda. I don't I think get... you can claim every single soda out yep, there. I get soda. All sodas. That is a cheap all shot. All sodas. All sodas. Mm. I think he's making up his own rules. You get all chips. I had Diet Coke, and I don't. You get, that's true. You I guess, get all I guess your so. chips. I guess so. And I get all the soda. Claim soda. Yep. Just and generic. I and I actually. I'm gonna say all the alcohol. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I did. I did in my head think soda is not my favorite drink to drink at a barbecue, but I know it'll make you two the most mad because <laughs> oh, you I have both good drink one. sodas. Um, but I have other ones that I'll I'll name later. But yeah, so soda, and then I I get to come back and make my last pick. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, this is my third pick. So I get to pick a side. I'm going to go with cornbread. Oh, I love some good mm. cornbread. Good Maybe cornbread. Inside. Good uh, summer cornbread right next to my burgers. It's going to be delicious. <laughs> Sounds good. Although I generally, I tend to have cornbread more when it's cold because we make it with chili. Like chili yeah. and cornbread. Mm, that's good, too. I, I don't ever usually think about that at a barbecue, but I love cornbread, so I'd mm. be open to it. Okay, so it's my turn since Mike stole all the sodas there are in the whole world. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm, I'm down to two. I'm going to go with plain old water because when you're cooking out, you're outside. It's, it's hot. It's the summer. Got to stay hydrated. Okay. Yep. That's fair. And so my turn, my drink, lemonade. I had that too on my list. That There's was on my list. There's nothing better than a good yeah. lemonade. So I gave my drink. Yeah. What's oh, your meat? Hot dogs. That's good. You're gonna go with hot, dog. hot dogs are always staples. Yep. Yeah, that's right. I knew you were going to go with hot dogs. I love hot dogs. Me too. So Kelly's team is hot dogs, lemonade with potato salad and chips. Yep. That's pretty good. That, that does sound really good. That's delicious. Yeah. I want it right now. I know. I'm getting hungry thinking all of this. 
I'm going to do my last side. So for my last side, I am going to do corn on the cob because we love to throw it on the grill. I also make it on the stove with a bunch of different spices and stuff. So that will complete mine. I'll have wings, mac and cheese, corn on the cob with some water to wash it down. Mm. I liked your team except for the water part. I think there was a lot of other options on the table. Um, hello, Diet Coke was on the table and you swept <laughs> that right up. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't on the table. Water's a smart choice, though. Yes. Especially in Florida in Boo. the summer. Smart choice. <laughs> All right, so for my last side, I have a lot to choose from here, and I'm not really sure. I think I'm just going to go with what I would put on my plate. Mm -hmm. This isn't going to be a vote getter. I get it. <laughs> salad. Oh, a side good. salad. Yeah, but when you're having, you know, burgers and yeah, wings and a lot of unhealthy dense. stuff, you want yeah. something to I got my vegetables. cornbread and my burger, which are both dense. I need something to lighten it up. There are some other ones that I would have you know, preferred. I, I have tomato salad, which I love. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Watermelon. Always a great mm. side at a, at a barbecue. There's salt on it. Yeah. <laughs> I had mac and cheese. I had pasta salad. I love pasta I'm salad. I'm not a big pasta salad. See, I'm not a potato salad person, mm. but I like pasta salad. I don't like cold noodles. It weirds me out. <laughs> <laughs> we always make those suddenly salad, and then you have to sing it. Suddenly salad. <laughs> That's every time I make it, I have to sing that. I don't even know what that is. So the fact that you singing it really throws well, me off. Well, I don't even know if that's from the commercial. It's just something our family made up. But it's like a pasta salad that's oh. like boxed, and yeah. so you boil it. But then you make your own dressing that gives you the seasonings. Oh, and then you make your own dressing with like olive oil and stuff. Not an advertiser. Not a sponsor. Yeah, yes, not a sponsor. <laughs> just something I like to eat. So my so my final team was burger, cornbread, salad, and soda. That's good. Very yeah. These are all very good. Yeah. I would come teams. to any of your homes to eat these barbecue <laughs> plates. Okay, so now we're going to jump into our EdTech version of the draft, where we're going to be drafting our perfect technology-filled lesson plans. Our full team, we need to draft a warm-up or bell ringer, depending on what part of the country you're in. Warm-up or bell ringer. Then we need direct instruction. We need an activity. And we need closure or home learning. Okay, so you need to draft an ed tech tool or application to fill each part of those categories of your lesson plan, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Okay, so let's let's redo the draft order. I'm one again. <laughs> okay, so hmm, for the first pick, I think this is tough. I don't like to be the first pick here. I was happy with burgers in the last round, but I don't like being <laughs> the first pick here at all because I think there's a lot of good stuff. But because... Direct instruction is very specific. I'm going to use that part of my lesson first, and I'm going to take PowerPoint. Okay. All right. And I'm going to do that because that was what I used the most for my direct nice. instruction. Um, I can do it very quickly. And if I'm being selfish, I have all my stuff in my power. If I was ever to go back to the classroom, all my stuff's in PowerPoint. Right. So I could easily reuse things that I've built. And, you know, direct instruction, I'm thinking I'm either giving this to a full group or a small group. And I'm using PowerPoint to guide them through that direct instruction. And I'm a history person, so I'd be teaching history. Direct instruction is a big part of that. Right. So that's how I would use PowerPoint. Okay. okay. I am going to start with my closure, I believe. And huh. I am going to take forms Ooh. for my closure because that's a super platform that would be great as just a check for understanding. But I love that you could do branching and feedback mm -hmm. to really scaffold that. So if you have a student who's not doing great and they're doing the check for understanding, you can build in some of those um, supports if they're struggling to understand something. So sure. I'm going to take forms. How's it going? Mm -hmm. My turn? Yeah. All right. Now you get two. Oh, that's true. I do get two. Hmm. 
Um, I'm going to start with my warm up. That was a category, right? Mm -hmm. Warm up. And I'm going to do whiteboard. Because okay. um, it's a great thing that you can just have up with whatever prompt, quick, like, recalling of knowledge, whatever students can add to it. It can all show for the whole class. So I think that's a great cool piece for that. Nice. And then for my DI, um, Wakelet. Oh, okay. I had that down <laughs> for one, too. Um, and because when I found it just easier to embed a ton of things in Wakelet that included recorded instruction um, and the students could guide themselves through it. I could be available to assist more than anything else. They listened more to a video than to me standing up and speaking. So, <laughs> okay. um, and even though it was me in the video, still worked out. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. It's up to me. Hmm. I'm going to do my direct instruction and I am going to pick Nearpod because mm -hmm. I think that's a great platform. It's kind of like PowerPoint, but interactive. You can build in questions. You can build in videos. There's so much that comes with that. Hmm. That was good. Okay. I can go a lot of directions here. I'm going to go with, so I have two picks. I'm going to start with my closure or home learning, mm -hmm. and I'm going to take flip. And I love that because I like the fact that you can set a minute, three minute, very mm -hmm. short reflections. Um, and for home learning, it allows them to feel a, a level of connectivity at home because they can comment on each other's videos. They can make videos on each other's videos when they are just talking about what we did in class or something that they're learning at home. So I like Flip for that reason. Plus, I, I always find it a little cumbersome in the classroom at times when they're recording. So it's nice that that's my home learning activity. Okay, so now I can either a warm up or activity here. And I'm going to take... I'm going to take Canva for my activity and I'm going to take Canva because I think Canva allows kids to be as creative as possible. More and more kids are getting used to the functionality of Canva. Plus, mm -hmm. I can integrate it with other things that I use in my classroom. I can make assignments through there. I can grade. I can use feedback from there as well. Big part of my activity building for any lesson is collaborative work. Canva is really, really good at making uh, student work collaborative. You can have multiple students on the same project at the same time. They can record a lot of things you can do in Canva. Great activity. So I got PowerPoint, Canva, and Flip. I'm very happy so far. Yeah, that's a good draft. Okay, I'm going to do my activity, and I'm going to grab good old-fashioned Teams because nice. Teams integrates with so many platforms, so it's really kind of cheating You don't get a any of them bit. that were, any of them that were listed, you don't get them. You didn't say that to begin with, sir. So, so you, that point is null and void. So <laughs> you tried to pull this on another draft, and I was like, mm -mm, "That's that's not how this works." Well, anyway, but, even if I don't use some of those other ones, I mean, we do have the class notebook in there that yeah. you could really build out interactive lessons. Unless she takes one note. Why don't you stop giving her ideas? You are such a cheater. <laughs> Just saying. I'm just letting you know. So I'm not playing by the same rules as Mike. So I think I can use anything that's in Teams. Mm, okay. <laughs> All right, Kelly. <laughs> um, okay. So for my activity, just to not steal anything that's um, <laughs> you can just in Teams, um, <laughs> I would do a collaborative Word document in Office 365. Hmm. Nice. Um, for students to work through, say, a planning and essay. Um, or planning some kind of other project that they could work on collaboratively and maybe then disperse into creating their own thing. And then for my closure, I would do 
Reflect, and I know that's in Teams, but that's it is I, its own application. I will allow Kelly because <laughs> I'm open like that. <laughs> because it's a great way to kind of close out a lesson quickly and get a pulse check on how all of your students, and you can create whatever you want it to be to be customized to the lesson itself hmm. um, or just how they're feeling in general. So it's a really cool, quick tool to use. Okay. So that's back to me. So that just leaves my warm up, and I am going to grab OneNote so that I can use that in Teams as well. Um, just love OneNote because honestly, you can build out so much within it. You can create resources for the kids. Um, they each have their own separate area of the notebook, so you could distribute, you know, a pulse check, check for understanding, bell ringer to everybody with with ease. They can write right on that. So that's why I am taking OneNote. So that means my team is done. Okay, for my warm up, hmm, I was thinking Teams for my warm up because of posts, something very quick. Obviously, forms would have been great for warm-up. Wakelet's great for warm-ups. I'm going to go with... I'll go with Padlet for my warm-up. That's a great one. Mm -hmm. Padlet is great, especially because um, in a U.S. history class, I do a lot of political cartoons, so mm -hmm. there's visuals involved. So I can have students search for their own. We can break them down on Padlet. You can have comments. You can do likes. We can create memes. All the different stuff, which gives a nice visual board. Plus, it can be turned into a presentation which is a feature I really like about Padlet. So my final team, for my warm-up, I'm using Padlet. My DI, I'm using PowerPoint. My activity, I got Canva. And my closure, home learning, I got Flip. Kim? Great. Mine is warm-up, OneNote. DI is Nearpod. Activity is Teams. And closure is Forms. And mine was Whiteboard, Wakelet, Word, and uh, Reflect in Teams. Nice. So um, we want you guys to participate in what you believe to be the best teams here that we drafted. And you can do that by following us on Twitter at DCPS EdTechBytes and with the hashtag DCPS Perfect Lesson. For today's main course, we're gonna do two things here. First thing we're gonna do is we're gonna recap some of the great things that we took away and we learned from the ISTE student standards and things that you can try out in your classroom. And then the second thing that we're going to do in the main course is just highlight some of our favorite moments from making season two of this podcast. We have such a great time recording. We have a lot of laughs and we just want to kind of talk through some of our favorite things that we either did, people we had on, or just activities that we tried out here. So first, let's break down and talk about some of the ISTE student standards. Now, you can see back at the episode lists at all of the seven domains, the Empowered Learner, Digital Citizen, knowledge constructor, innovative designer, computational thinker, creative communicator, and global collaborator. Now on the surface, I think, if you just look at those words, I feel like all the ISTE standards and just the titles can be as surface level mm -hmm. or as deep as you want them to be. And this is what I like about the ISTE standards. In some ways, I think this is a leg up over other, other types of educational frameworks is because they give you a lot of options within the standard. Mm -hmm. So different elements to the standard. So we talked about it a little bit on almost each episode. We broke down how there, there's like four parts and each part looks a little different, a little bit the same. So when you're going through these, I would recommend using them as a guide. Not necessarily, you don't have to go through and say, I'm, I'm checking off this standard today, like this 7B standard today. You can use it as sort of just like kind of an overarching model for you in your classroom something to look and kind of strive towards or kind of put into each lesson plan. But 
I think it's important to think about how they can be either surface level or you can actually dive deep if you are breaking down a specific standard if you want. And I also think it's important to know that you don't have to do everything all at once. Right. You can just pick a certain area to focus on that first and start small so it's not quite so overwhelming. And they do build on each other, those little yeah. segments. Mm -hmm. So if, you know, especially for, I think, CTE teachers and teachers that do have the flexibility to kind of more include technology and some of those deeper standards that go into those like data processes more and like coding and all of that. Sure, that can be fit into any academic area, but some content areas will have more flexibility to mm -hmm. focus heavily on there and really dive into all the components of the standards. But the thing is, you don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to go all the way to like that last standard, the last little bro breakdown, which is the hardest part of it, or the hardest thing to do. You can start with just the top, which is simple integration or application of these ideas. Yeah. And on the website, they give a, an example for each one of the little standards that they have, and they show a video. And I, we, every time we prepare for this, I always watch those and think through those activities and how it connects. And if you do watch them, You'd be amazed because it doesn't necessarily just connect to that one little standard. Right. It does mm -hmm. connect to the whole domain. So that's kind of what I was thinking about as I was thinking about how, how can teachers use this. And the other thing I want to bring up is that these are student standards. I don't really, I know we mentioned it, but student standards is what the students are doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And ISTE has educator standards as well, which and we did. And coaching mm -hmm. standards, which we didn't go over, which is a whole nother set of things. <laughs> that teachers need to think about what they are doing in the classroom. Right. But we really liked it from the student side because our goal is to create student-centered classrooms. And this is what the students should be doing. So when you're making lesson plans, it's thinking about what they are doing, not necessarily what you're doing. Right, and it's empowering them for the, providing them an opportunity to practice using the skills that they're going to need when they get into the real world, which is what we want. That's our goal as educators, to prepare children that will eventually be productive adults in the world mm -hmm. and be successful. And I love that they have standards for every aspect in a school. So mm -hmm. really, you can look at it kind of all interconnected, like how can the whole school really start to change? You know, the administrators right. from the top down, if they have that mindset, they're willing to support their coaches and their teachers, and then everybody's kind of on the same page and has a blueprint of how to start rolling this all out. Yeah. yeah. Thinking about what you said just now, Kelly, is the, the skills. We talked a lot about that with 21 CLDs, mm -hmm. that these are all skills. Because educators... We have an impossible task, which is preparing kids for the future in which it looks so different than the future that we maybe envision. Right. We don't know what technology is going to bring. And just this year, the I know. future has it, already changed drastically. It's crazy to think about when we started this season, what AI, what AI was to us right. compared to what AI looks like now and how much we use it daily now. Right. I looked up a, a stat just because I was I was thinking about this idea what is AI going to do in the just near future? Um, so by 2030, it's projected that it's going to add 13 trillion to the global economy. Wow. Just AI. Yeah. And this is the scary part. And this is the part that I think teachers need to think of when they're preparing kids is it's estimated that AI will displace 800 million jobs with only creating 95 million. That's mm. crazy. Believable. It's believable, right? Yeah. It's also some of the fear that people have when totally. they're thinking about AI because they don't want to buy all the way in because, oh, my goodness, down the road, what's going to happen to my job or what's going to happen here? Right. And I think people just have to understand that this is not going away. So we need to find a way to really work with it and make it the best we can be. And for our kids, I mean, mm -hmm. how are we teaching them to 
communicate creatively? Mm -hmm. How are we teaching them to work together in a global sense? Um, how are we getting them to think differently? Because if we're teaching them those skills, they're going to be one of those 90 million and not one of the 800 million. Right, right. exactly. And right. That's, that's really what we want. Yeah. And, and the ISTE standards is an avenue to do that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So hopefully you've gained a lot from our main courses throughout the year. You can break down and dive into each episode if you want to go back and listen to a breakdown. And we, we like to provide activities that you can try out to nail some of those uh, domains in your classroom. But let's jump into some of our favorite moments <laughs> from season two of EdTech Bites. Does anybody have a favorite moment that stands out to them? I think building off of what we just talked about with AI, when we started the season, you know, we were playing a lot. Of, the desserts are always my favorite because yeah. we have so yeah. much fun and we laugh and we have guests and that's always my favorite. But thinking about some of the games that we played and then how we then use ChatGPT or AI right. to generate some new questions. So, like, one of the things that I really enjoyed, which is what you did, is the limp, Kelly, is the, <laughs> um, I'm pointing like you all can see who I'm talking about, um, is the limericks with ChatGPT. And so I thought that was really clever and using that platform that we yeah. had just talked about to that. So that was one of my favorite ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was it was really <laughs> cool for me to think about um, using AI for my, you know, for work to not to replace, you know, us or what we do, mm -hmm. but to contribute and to kind of save time. Mm hmm. I loved, I really liked some of the appetizer stuff as well. Getting into what's new in EdTech always is interesting to me because it really gets me to actually research some yeah. of the, the tools. I mean, I really liked when we broke down the applications and actually dive into what what's coming out, what's new, what what's the new features. Because that helps me too in my job, what we do here in technology integration and thinking about how do we use these in the classroom. And then obviously I, I love the games and the laughter. My favorite game I think that we played this year was the EdTech Trivia with oh, Jason and Allison. that was really fun. Because there was so much that you guys didn't hear on the, on the listener <laughs> side, but we recorded so many questions. <laughs> yeah, I think it was 20-something so questions, questions yeah. but we had such a good time. And editing that podcast was, I was dying laughing, listening to <laughs> some of the hilarious answers and just conversation we were having on this side of the table. And that's always fun when we get to just enjoy each other's company, play a game, use some of the knowledge, and hopefully you guys get something out of it. <laughs> And that one was fun, too, because it wasn't necessarily just the platforms yeah. and the tools we always have. It was just technology in the world. So that was really good. And, like, the history of. Mm -hmm. So that was really cool to, like, think about things that we might not even really consider as technology right. now. Mm -hmm. I know. I also really enjoy in the appetizers having our guests on. We had Kim Niebauer on, who is a gifted teacher. We had the Ultra Team on to share kind of what they're doing but i love that because i feel like that connected us more to the classroom yeah because in our roles we're not always in the schools as much as we would like mm -hmm. so to really have people on and hear just the amazing things that they're doing just kind of motivates me okay you know these trainings that we're doing are really having an impact it's awesome to see people taking it and really implementing those hopefully we can get more of that next season yes yeah i think we should I definitely think we're gonna try. We're definitely gonna try to incorporate more classroom experience. Yeah, like or, what's happening right now in the classroom. Not, yeah, not yeah. in our minds or when I was in the classroom. Back in my ago. day. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, I do also love. I mean, we kind of talked about the main course already, but I, I do enjoy giving examples for each one of these things. Um, Twenty-one CLD and ISTE are sometimes 
shied away from because we're so focused on our content, we, we kind of lose sight of the other things that kids mm-hmm. could need. And I think bringing it back to the skill-based learning, um, bringing it back to empowering student voices, it's always, it's really, it's really important, I think, especially because when we were in the classroom, sometimes you're so bogged down with everything you have to do right. that from this side now, like kind of actually stepping back and, oh, and thinking about it, it really makes you wish you could go back just for a day or two and, and do some of these things. Mm-hmm. So talking about activities and hopefully there are some teachers that listen and can apply them really would, would be great. Or even can realize through listening and us breaking down those activities or breaking down the standards themselves that some of the things that they're already doing do meet those standards. Totally. Which can be super, I think, right. refreshing and mm-hmm. like, okay, I am doing the right thing yes. for my kids. Because, you know, a lot of the times when you're doing these things, they're, you're going kind of against the curriculum a little bit. You're still focused on your standards and your content, but you're changing up the way that you're having students, you know, show their understanding yeah um and that can sometimes feel a little bit scary and there can be a little bit of uncertainty and like am i really doing the right thing for these kids Uh but in the end when you hear that there is research and there are existing standards that validate that i think it's empowering for teachers absolutely okay we'd love to hear your favorite moments from season two of the podcast please do so by following us on twitter we've mentioned it but it's dcps edtech bytes So just go ahead and follow us and leave your comment on our profile. Okay, for our dessert today, we have some guests that have been on our podcast before. We have Allison McGrath and Jason Pierce, our ultra specialists, and we also have Holly Lanham here, who is our Director of Technology Innovation. So we're going to be playing a really fun game that we adapted from a board game. So the board game is called Poetry for Neanderthals. It's a really fun game, but we're going to do an ed tech version. So the way the game works is we're going to be playing in pairs. So we have Allison and Kelly are going to be paired up because they want to redeem them themselves from some, this. some past <laughs> games where they felt like maybe they didn't perform as well as they would like. Maybe. And We're then win. <laughs> did not perform as well as they'd like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't talk about our performance, okay? <laughs> Nobody asked. And then we have Mike and Jason who are going to be on a team. And Holly's going to be helping out with both teams. So the way this game is played is each card has some EdTech platforms on it or some possibly ISTE things since we focused on the ISTE domains. But the kicker here is that you can only say one syllable words. So you cannot say You have to think of words that are just one syllable. So you have one minute. If you say a word that is two syllables, you will get the squeaky toy sound. Which means that the other team has stolen that card and that point from you. So we're going to start off by playing some actual cards from the game just to get the hang of how you have to really think about it ahead of time. And then we will move into our ed tech version. So we are going to let our ladies go first. Ladies, who would like to start off? I'm going to go first. Okay, and we are for this going to be playing the gray side of the card. I know our listeners can't see the cards, but that way it's fair for everybody. Are we ready? Okay, on your mark, get set, go. Dance. Recital. In your Leotard. pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Tights. Dress. Tutus. Um, room. Living room. Sit chair. on your butt. <laughs> Legs. Kneel. Heel. Heels. Knees. Tap dance. <laughs> Are we still doing party on? <laughs> Wayne. You're doing great, guys. 
sit on my legs. Flap? <laughs> yes! Flap dance? Oh, it's flap. Eat time. Oh, yes. Ta- oh, you got that thing at once. Here's our rocket. Good news right. though, you did How not this one? you did not say two syllables, so you did not give any points. So you yes. get two <clears throat> points. Well awesome. done. Okay, gentlemen, are you ready for your turn? Yep. Yes. Who will be going first? I will. I shall. Okay. On your mark, get set, go. Bulb. Light. Red. Vein. Blood. Arm. Blood. No talk. <laughs> Silence. Mute. Silence. Not knife. Fork. Long. Spoon. Sharp. Sword. 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 Beach. Sand. Sandcastle. Water. Shoot. Water. Two. One for the girls. Up. Oh. <coughs> oh, you get wait. <laughs> Time. Okay. Yeah, but I stopped be it before team. it went out. Uh, I was wondering because I still exactly. saw it. Right. That's the point. Like, what is she talking about? Right. So the score right now is ladies three because they got some of your points, okay. gentlemen four. So great okay. job getting your four. Okay. Do you want to do another fun round or do you want to do jump into the ed tech round? Let's jump into ed tech. All right, let's do it. I would just like to point out that I did indeed the make game. these fantastic <laughs> cards with the logo on them. Okay. Very fancy. Extra. <laughs> have you met me <laughs> okay so ladies you are up first so for all of our listeners as we said before it could be ISTE domains it could be different tech tools so those are the categories that you might see can it be things within tech tools yes okay I just want to be clear so we're not just naming the type of application yes there are other things okay all right who is going first Kelly are you going first for the ladies sure all right, on your mark, get set, go. Quiz. Quizlet. Kahoot. Forms. Yes. Uh, is the... Nope. Nope, two syllables. <laughs> next, <laughs> next. Okay, yeah, we'll just put that on the bottom. Can I pass? That gives us a point. Mm, yes, gives them a point. <laughs> I don't like these. <laughs> Some of them are hard, they're hard, yeah. Um, make. Design. Canva. Mm-mm. Create. <laughs> Co- creative. Um, Cloud. No, the domain. Creative communicator. Creative cloud. Adobe Creative Cloud. I literally can't. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I give up. Is my time up? You have three seconds. <laughs> okay. What was it? Innovative designer. You were on the right track with the ISTE domain. Innovative it was designer. just the wrong one. The other one was computational um, thinker. You're not supposed to oh, say. Sorry. Those are impossible. We'll, these. well, that's what I said. Think about... You know, you, all you the know there's no way to clue them like in one, to what that yeah. would be. Okay. Like, Although we're still at 5-4, so we're good. <laughs> it's okay. <clears throat> all right. Are we ready? Jason's up. Who's going? Okay, ready? ready. One, two to go. <laughs> me caveman. Me like brain build. Creative. Brain. Dis- computational thinker. Build. Minecraft. Uh, Learn. Tool. Something. Tool. Adobe Creative Cloud? I know school learn. <laughs> He's actually talking like a caveman. <laughs> Build. Canvas? Hard hat. Kimberly. Build I'm stuff. To... They have nothing in the time is up. <laughs> but they're, Good money. Money. But they're still in the lead. <laughs> All right, my God. <laughs> what was it? Knowledge constructor. Knowledge. 
That's why I was trying to get you. I got that one. So I was I trying to get that. you to think of construction. I got when you, you know? said build. No, I was trying to think brain. of another word for construction. Like knowledge. Was like, that was good, Jason. That, that was, was good. really good. Those were really good clues, yes. Yeah. That's okay. Ladies, you're up. At least you were up. given something. <laughs> <laughs> Who would like to go? Right, you don't want to give the clue? You just want to be a guesser? No, she's given now. She's on your team. Yeah, she's official. Okay. On your mark. Get set. Go. Man. Woman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to pass it on. Yes? Yeah. Strong. I make you strong brain. Study. Knowledge. Instruction. Learn. Learning accelerators. I give you tools. Accessibility to tools. Power. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Time. What was it? Empower learner. Let's try and get away from something. They must have been all on the top. Let's try. You know what we should do is just. Yeah, those are like three points. If anybody gets those, that's three points. Let's do three points. Yeah, that's definitely. I'm mixing them all up. So empower. Because we're going to give out more points to the team. Okay. So we're up to the gentleman. Get these out of the way. Is this? I think this is one I put on the bottom. It is. Okay. Okay. We ready? Yeah. On your mark. Get set. Go. Wind, breeze, wakelet. You can say two syllables, just yeah. <laughs> Um, green. She's not on your team anyway. <laughs> Move. You can pass. I use in front of other. Mm -mm. Oh, shoot. Oh, other. Yeah. Shoot. It was sway. Oh. Quiz. Oh. Quiz. <laughs> quiz game. For class. Was lit. Done. Um, that was good, though. Oh, we're at five to seven. Sorry. Okay. I just made it worse for y'all. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. I can't keep up with the sound game. effect. I'm just yelling okay. now. Yeah. <laughs> that works. <clears throat> All right. On your mark. Get set. Go. Draw. Whiteboard. Math. What up? Uh, yes. Nice. Question. Uh-uh. <laughs> 20 seconds. Ah, think of one syllable word. Time. What would be your one word? <laughs> one syllable word. You can describe that word without describing the platform. Oh, Remember, you can true. say blank, too, yeah. we decided. It was like, blank. I wanted to say, like, camera, video, yeah. Oh, record. Yeah. Record, yeah. But then I was like. Lens. Film. Yeah. yeah. Film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's hard it's when it's time. Yeah. It's hard All when right. the timer's going. Okay. Who's going? <clears throat> All right. We'll but again, I tried, yeah. I tried doing that with Sway and he didn't get it. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. That's why I was like, I know. I know. Ready? On your mark, get set, go. Swim, wave. Weaklet. Nice. Film. Flip. Adobe Express. PowerPoint. Record. Old. Recorder. Teams. Meetings. Teams meetings. No. Stream. Oh. Old. <laughs> you got mail. Outlook. You're good at this. Tom Hanks. Numbers. <laughs> Numbers. That's two words. Two. Nice. Two. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. You were excited about that one. 19 <laughs> seconds. I was like, this is, oh, there's still time. Okay. Art. Canva. Adobe Express. Whiteboard. Photoshop. Other. Uh, app. And Oh, oh my <laughs> I can't believe I thought that said Canva. course. Course. Okay. It's over. Art. No, I'm telling you, course. What would you say? Yeah, I said our course is Canva. in Canvas. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, did you tell me it's already? I thought it said Canva. Oh. <laughs> okay. You did good, but you also gave them some points, Ooh. so they're still in it. Oh. Still in it. 
Come on. Have we been getting three points, or are we just doing the one still? No, the, none of the three points came back up. I think we yeah. went through all those when oh. people said stuff. Okay. So, But if you have one of those, just say three like a double after word. somebody says yeah, it. Just hold yeah. up three yeah. fingers. Okay, you ready? Whose turn is it? Kelly? Kelly. Any markets I got? Board. White chair. Canva. We don't use. Jamboard. No. Pear deck. Nearpod. I need one more word, but. Um, post. Teams. <laughs> Link. Share. Loop. Mm-hmm. We don't use it. Well, we do. Oh. Time. I needed to be able to say often. <laughs> <laughs> you could have said much. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could have. What was it? Padlet. Oh. We were on I immediately went track. to Google stuff. I did too. I was too. Board. Yeah, but I was like, she yeah. wouldn't say board. <laughs> oh, but, I sh- but I should have thought of board. Padlet, yeah. Okay. Ready? Yep. Go. Your true self is this. What is your true self? You are be true to yourself. <laughs> your oh, self help. <sighs> Authenticity. Oh man. Block. Minecraft. Okay. Age. Exactly. When you can drink, you are how old? And then everybody will get one more turn. Okay. Okay. Okay? All right. right, Ready? Go. Choice. Canva. No. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) Okay. Choice. Work. Weaklet. Thought. Don't say it with me. Does it get it? I want to see if I can get it. Choice. Work. Thought. Innovative designer. Creative communicator. One word. One word. Agency. Stop. Set goals. Personalization. Oh, man. Good job. Yeah, yeah but I'm that not the one like with the timer going. I'm just sitting here thinking of what I could yeah. say while you worked. Okay, so we have one more round for everybody. We are currently at a tie, so it is very important that you do not give points to your teammates by saying a two syllable or t- the other team. Ready? You were right there with agency. I, I, I thought you were going to start spilling them off. I think I interrupted. Okay, on your mark. Get like second. Art. Design. Create. Creative. Creative collaborator. Creativity. Yes. <laughs> World. Minecraft. Authentic. Talk. Authenticity. Oh, two. Grid pals. World. World. Share. Good clues. Global collaborator. Yes. Oh, That's a three. Oh, no. <laughs> Art. Create. 
Tiv, Cloud, Art Talk. Time. Down to, uh, well, I guess we only have three cards left, guys. Three to, three to uh, what was it? We would have got. I was like, since you got art, I was like, I'm gonna say. Let me see if I can find one of the three pointers that we just passed on, but nobody okay. really gave. So you have enough. We'll put it on the bottom for yeah. last. The score is five, ten, sixteen to twelve. So you need at least either a three pointer or three one pointers to okay. tie. Yeah, not been averaging that, but we got this. On your mark, get set, go. Web base. Um, Office three sixty five. Uh, shoot. You need this one. Yeah. No. <laughs> Adobe <Yes>. Express. <laughs> one note. Teams. 14 seconds. <laughs> coming in with the guesses. I, I give up. I'm not going to pass it because we'll lose, but I can't think of it. Web. Male. Female. Spider-Man. Female. Steward. Yeah, that's, no, that's what. Stop. I remember when Holly got this one. Yeah. Too, and you were going you were going female and you, the, yeah. digital citizen. Man, woman. Yeah. I would like oh, to. Yeah, yeah, something, something. I would like to announce that the ladies did, in fact, treat themselves. Holly was a great addition. I don't think they could have done it without her. I, I really don't so. think the chances of that being the first one. Yeah. That was a problem. It's like, there's no way that's on top. Oh. Teams would have been next. You could have passed yeah. and then got that one and got another one. This was hard. Yeah. It was yeah. hard, but you all did phenomenal. I know. Good we job. redeemed ourselves. We're yep. officially the winners. I just want to thank all of our guests for coming today to play with us for our dessert. And if you'd like to play along on Twitter at DCPS EdTechBytes, don't forget to come up with your own one-syllable word clues and use the hashtag DCPSPoetry. Thanks so much for joining us today. And remember, during your summer break, we will also be taking a break and preparing for new content for season three. So stay tuned and stay engaged with us on Twitter to keep the conversation going. Until next time, I'm Mike. I'm Kelly. And I'm Kim. Thank you so much for listening to EdTech Bites. Bye-bye.